when looking for the king of podcasts, you're at the wrong channel. Looking for good ideas for life, you are far from good hands. If you think the listener is always right, you are far from the right place. Hosted by a Northeasterner by birth, a rebel by choice. If you want a host that floats between love and madness, then play on and listen to Crazy Train Radio. What up? Excuse me while I whip this out. Oh, gnarly! Say what again? Say what again? I dare you. I double dare you, motherfucker. Say what one more goddamn time. I knew it, I'm surrounded by assholes. And good evening, friends! Not all football helmets are created equal. Zenith, the industry leader in protective technology, is the only helmet in the game with adaptive head protection featuring a shock suspension system that can move independently from the helmet shell. Headquartered and developed in Detroit, Zenith is committed to player safety and revolutionary innovation. Zenith is proud to protect athletes at every level from Pee-wee to the pros. Learn more about the Zenith difference at zenith.com. That's X-E-N-I-T-H.com. Are you annoyingly even keel? E-methamine could be right for you. I have a disease, all right? I need help. E-methamine lets you get gagged up on whoop chicken parts without yellowing one's teeth. Oh, yeah. Contact your doctor today if you experience the following. Oh, my God. Increases in blood flow, boost in testosterone, ending of erectile dysfunction. This medicine is made for extreme cases of being even keel or having extreme depression. Oh, come on! Side effects include fits of rage, acne, bleeding in folks around you, whooping cough, hallucinations, comas, trouble swallowing, decrease in semen, increasing amounts of selling yourself, amnesia, night terrors, higher mortgage rates, and increased sensations in not having suicidal urges. Oh my. Hi, I'm Bill Ripkin, and you're listening to Crazy Train Radio. Bill Ripken is an Emmy Award-winning MLB Network studio analyst involved with shows such as MLB Tonight and other programs. Bill Ripken is a 12-year MLB veteran beginning in 1987 with the Baltimore Orioles. Bill, along with his older brother Cal Jr., run Ripken Baseball, which owns and operates four youth baseball complexes, as well as the Aberdeen Ironbirds, which is the Orioles' Class A affiliate. Also a founder of the Cal Ripken Senior Foundation.
All right, folks, as we said in the intro, the book is State of Play. It was published by Division Books. It came out this past February, actually February 11th. And if you're not a baseball fan, which I don't see paying to the show, not maybe, definitely need to check this book out. I actually finished reading it last night, but on the phone right now is 12-year Major League Vet, MLB Network Studio Analyst, Bill Lurkin. Bill, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing today? Ah, no complaints, uh, other than the craziness in the world we got going on right now, but it is what it is. It is what it is, and it is crazy. Yes. In the words of uh, that country song, people are crazy, but that's a whole other topic for another hand. State of play. What's the response been for you in this past month, month and a half that the book's been out? I think pretty good. I think I've had uh, certainly the, the circles that I travel with is more of the old school variety, and I've gotten a lot of uh, um, texts and, and notes sent my way saying, you know, thanks for doing this. And I think first and foremost what I'd like to just point out why I wrote the book is I thought that there's over the past few years there's been a little propaganda out there basically – almost claiming that, you know, if you're a member of the new school, you use numbers and you use all these new terms and you think and you're smart. And I just kind of wanted to put out that the old school guy has always used numbers. The old school guy has always used information. And some of these new and improved um, names of things and terms of things being used in the game of baseball aren't necessarily new. Uh, they just kind of have a fancy name, and we can measure certain things. But the game of baseball, the actual game of baseball, in my opinion, is you hit it, pitch it, catch it better than the other team, and you win. And that holds true in the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and now. Oh, most definitely. And the thing I don't think most people bring up, too, with that as well, and I tend to lean towards uh, being an old-school guy, even though I'm in my 30s, is – there's a certain gut instinct to the game that when you're in the moment, baseball guys feel because they're seeing it, living it, breathing it, like you said. Uh, what's your thoughts on that? Well, and I think with, with your gut instinct or your feel, you know, you're drawing on experiences, but you're also drawing on the most current information that's right in front of you. So, for example – a lot of the new school people think that pitchers can't get through a lineup the third time through. The statistics prove that. Okay, that, that may be accurate, but let's say a starting pitcher is on his 10th outing of the year, and the first nine outings, he's had a little trouble getting through the third time, or you've taken him out. But this 10th time, there's something different about what you're watching in this guy when he pitches. So the most current information is the one that you're watching unfold today. So the nine previous outings may have said, okay, he can't go third a third time through the order. But this tenth one, there's something different about this guy. His fastball is a little bit more crisp. His control's a little better. His body language is better. And if you truly want all the information and use all the information at your fingertips, wouldn't you not ignore what's right in front of you, and I think that sometimes that the new school and some of the members of the new school, they just go straight by the stats. They just go by the spreadsheet, and they don't necessarily see what's unfolding in front of them. Exactly. Uh, well, 
from personal experience, both now as a broadcaster, but also as someone who's played the game and comes from the baseball family, do you think the game is as fun now than, than it, as it was in the, say, 80s, 90s, the time you were coming up? Well, I think what has happened is some of the thought process of the new school is filtered into the game because I believe they're the ones that brought the idea that a strikeout is just an out. So go ahead and swing three times out of your rear end, try to hit a home run. If you strike out, no big deal. But that's not the case because striking out with a man on second and third and one out is not a good thing. Um but with that thought process became more of the home runs, the all or nothing kind of mentality. So I think what you're describing is the, uh, as it's called by some of the new schools, the three true outcomes, the strikeout, the walk, and the home run. Well, the strikeout and the walk's not very exciting at all to a baseball fan. The home run can still be exciting, but if we've, we've forgotten how to move runners over, if we forgot how to hit a simple ground ball to the shortstop with a man on third and one out to score the run, um, we're taking some of the little parts of the game, the nuances of the game away by concentrating more and more on these three true outcomes. True. I, I truly believe that, too. Uh, so coming from a baseball family that you do, do you uh, – how would you – someone like your father, Cal Sr., handle – what we do deal with now with the new school? Well, I don't think Senior would be employed if he was uh, in the current game the way it is, because I don't think he'd be able to bite his tongue sometimes on, on what goes on. The The idea of someone like him, he would probably be viewed uh, by some of the new school as very rigid, unwilling to change, unable to change. Um, but the opposite really is 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 true with him, because – he always used numbers. He always used information. Now, the difference is he could actually draw from experience. So if you gave him information that totally made no sense in his baseball experiences, he would tell you so with no uncertain terms, and that would make him look like he was rigid or unwilling. Trust me, if you were to give senior information that would help him formulate a better plan on winning a ball game, he would use it. But you would have to trust the fact that if the information was not worthy and he gave it back to you, he's not being rigid. He's just being, he's being, uh, he's using his experience to tell you, yes, I accept your information. Yes, give it to me. But this information doesn't work here. He would even tell you why. And I think the difference between the old and the new right now is the new cannot draw on experiences. They can have great ideas, and I applaud them for coming into the game and having great ideas, but you have to accept the old-school baseball guy that uses baseball experience to analyze the information you gave him. Interesting. So I'm sure at family gatherings or times you guys do get together, what is the debate like with you and Cal as far as this kind of topic in baseball in general? Well, it's not necessarily a debate. It's more of a conversation that's because um, we're of the same mindset um, when it comes to some of these things. For example, it's, it's you know, some of the things that I talk about in the book, and I'll say launch angle is one of them. I mean, launch angle is nothing more than the ball coming off the bat. That's all it is. But what has happened over time is this has gotten a little bit misinterpreted to being the uppercut swing. 
The launch angle is the exit angle. It's the ball coming off the bat. Any 10-year-old kid who goes out in the yard with his dad and plays baseball or hits a ball off his dad has a launch angle. Um, how you get there is is purely an individual um, type thing. Baseball has so many variables that enter into it. There's so many different types that play the game of baseball. There can be no one-size-fits-all kind of mentality. So when you talk about some of these new terms, and just because we can name it or we can measure it doesn't necessarily make it new. Babe Ruth had a launch angle. There's no question about it. Um, did we ever call it that? No. Um, but a ball leaving the bat has been around since the game's been invented. And now we hear terms or we use terms and we have this um, mindset that, oh, look what the new school's bringing to the game. Look how innovative they are. They're not innovative. They just name something that's been around for 100 years. Makes sense, definitely for sure. Uh, with all this different information that we've been talking about, does it make it harder to attract younger fans to the game compared to without alienating the older fan? I think that's the mindset, but I also think it's confusing to some of the baseball fans. So the reason why I put some of these chapters in the book is some of these terms that are used during a broadcast, um, we're, we're kind of missing the, the, the boat on why it necessarily happened or how it happened. Um, putting more graphics on the screen, I think, is the thought process to generate these new fans that are, you know, video game oriented and they want all this information in front of them. They want it to look cool. But we can't lose sight of how the game's played, why the game's played, or why a team has success or why a player has success. And I don't think all these graphics being thrown up on the screen watching the game necessarily does that. In fact, I think it confuses the baseball fan that's coming into the game as well as the old-school baseball fan. Okay. Well, speaking of launch angles and the different things that uh, micromanaging in certain aspects, I think, of the game, does that really, would that really screw with that batter? And the example I like to use is actually the difference in batting stance with, say, your brother between his MVP years. Does all this analytics side of things screw the guy's head? Um, well, I think if we misinterpret the things, so for example, if the launch angle is actually being associated with the uppercut swing or an uppercut swing, where it could do damage and screw with a guy's head would be a 10-year-old. Um, let's say little Jimmy doesn't have the size or the strength the next uh, hit a home run, and we've got some coach that says, oh, this is how you hit, so let's swing up and try to hit the ball in the air. Well, little Jimmy's going to strike out a lot. Little Jimmy's going to hit fly balls to the infield a lot, and little Jimmy's not going to have fun playing baseball, so therefore little Jimmy's going to pick up a soccer ball and go kick it around in the yard because he can have some success. So I think where we we can mess with people's heads is misunderstanding and misinterpreting some of these terms and some of this information. That can actually ruin a kid before he returns his uh, 11th uh, birthday. So what do you think it would be appropriate to try to implement some of the information to would it be in high school? Would it be in college? Where do you see it's okay to not screw with a kid's head? 
No, I think for the most part, kids who go out there and play in the backyard and have some talent, um, let them develop their own talent. Like I said, there's too many individuals that play this game, too many different sizes, body types. The misinterpretation of information is never going to be a good thing to start interjecting these things. Um, college kids, high school kids now are worried about their spin rate when they pitch. Well, you ought to worry about throwing strike one because strike one is the best pitch in baseball, always has been and always will be. So if we get consumed with some of this information, just because you can measure it doesn't mean it's necessarily a valuable thing in the game. So I would still strongly urge um, to go back and look at some of the guys' history, some of the guys' successes of the past, because the guys' successes in the past are certainly going to look very similar to the guys' successes that are in the future or now and will be in the future. Well, Bill, to keep you on the line all day long talking baseball and specifics and all that, but folks, if you're going to get a new book, which I really push for you to do, especially for the baseball fans with everything's going on, great time to sit back and read a good book. State of Play, Bill Ripken, Dimension uh, Publishers, Get it through, you know, BarnesandNoble.com, Amazon, all the, all the, any way you can get your books and usually buy your books. So, thank you so much. Perfect. You're safe. Oh! Oh my God, Rip, you all right? <laughs> Rip, I'm so sorry. No, you should try to oh, hit somebody. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, to... <laughs> I'm gonna get this one. I promise. My eyes are watering. He said, "I'm so sorry. We've done a million of these. I've never got you." In 10 I guess years. I should put my hand up next time. I'm sorry. You're killing me, Smalls. Wow. Thinking your day is bad and really looking to make it worse? Why not try downloading this new classic set of music that will be dropping so far off the charts there's bound to be injuries. <laughs> now that's what I call depressing. It's gonna make those who are even close to having the slightest glimmer of hope wanna jump off the highest of planks. For those that are getting Now That's What I Call Depressing, you'll be getting that song that reminds you of that relationship with those cougars, Wrinkled Ladies. For those who weren't really into cougars, but those who had that special friend whilst in Cell Block 2B, we got for you this clusterfuck that will put you in therapy for years to come. With cheeks wide open. Who the fuck writes this shit?
Oh hell, we're still recording this commercial. Always with you, it cannot be done. Those that rather have it out than in. This loaded hit will be dropping soon. Farthing in the USA. For those who place their order by calling or ordering online, the next hundred folks will receive their choice of either a noose of good quality that won't snap, an installation of a new outlet next to your bathtub so you can now blow dry your hair in a full tub. Or the choice of the right gang to just beat the fuck out of you. Call us today at 1-800-FUCK-THIS. With over 30 years of experience and a superb reputation for being a detail-oriented company, Lacey Cleaning has some of the highest work standards in the cleaning business. That's the fact, Jack! Whether it's carpet cleaning, tile, grout cleaning, new construction cleanup, rental turnovers, vent and duct cleaning, odor elimination, office and or business cleaning, power washing, residential cleaning, you name it, they do it. Check them out to contact them today, LaceyCleaning at gmail.com or call them at 609-709-8536. That's what I'm talking about. Hi, my name is LeVon Kerfin, former Pittsburgh Steeler, Seahawk, and Philadelphia Eagles, now proud inductee of the Ring of Honor at Clemson University, and you're listening to the Crazy Train. <laughs> 